Hello, friends. Please take a seat on the strength couch for a short, sweet, and casual 10-minute solo cast conversation. I'm a little bit nervous. I'm not going to lie. This is the first segment of its kind, so please bear with me. I've never been in a podcast by myself, so it should be interesting. But, I mean, I'm setting the bar kind of low. Just 10 minutes. I can do it. I think I can talk for 10 minutes. What do you guys think? So, today... I'm going to talk about one of the most common questions that I get on social media and also it seems to be a topic for a lot of confusion and that's a topic of calculating calories and specifically the whole calories in calories out argument. Um, you know, I think that people place too much emphasis and importance on that the starting number what number they're starting with as far as, as calculating their the amount of calories they need to eat amount of carbs proteins and fats um, when in reality you have to remember that it's just an estimate because ultimately it becomes kind of trial and error until you until you find what works for you you know what macronutrient distribution works for you specifically and what your calorie intake needs to be needs to be at based on your age, your height, your weight, your energy expenditure, um, and your basal metabolic rate. So essentially the, the first place to start is finding what your BMR, your basal metabolic rate is. And you can easily do this through uh, using a calculator online. We at Hybrid Nutrition, we use the Harris Benedict formula, which like I said, takes into account your weight, your height, your age, um, weight, age, height, is that it? Yeah, weight, age, and height, um, and gives you your, your, your BMR. And then from there, there, you can multiply it based on your activity level uh, anywhere by anywhere from 1.2 to 1.8 based on, again, if you're sedentary, moderately active, super active, or extremely active. And you can find all of that online. So that would be your first step just to just to have an estimate of what the total amount of calories that you should be consuming. Now, I think that within the fitness industry, we've painted an extremely oversimplified picture that pretty much says that the only thing that matters is the law of energy balance or, or thermodynamics, which is making sure that you're consuming less calories than you're expending or being in a calorie deficit to the point it's become comical to me where, you know, a lot of nutrition coaches, a lot of fitness experts are overly simplifying their advice to be just that. And I think it generates a lot more confusion, especially for people who, who don't understand how to calculate that or what it means, etc. So You know, I think that instead, we obviously need to focus on how much calories we are consuming and how many calories we are expending. But the real trick really lies in the overarching lifestyle and the behaviors that will ultimately facilitate achieving those numbers over the course of several weeks or several months. Okay, I want to take a second here just to give another shout out to... Our sponsor, State Classy Meats. These guys, we've been using them for quite some time now, actually, long before they were uh, a sponsor on the show. And they make some of the best stuff that I have ever had. And unlike a lot of meat companies that keep it pretty basic, you can have 
freaking Wagyu burgers, tomahawk steaks. You can think of it, they have it. And that can arrive straight to your door. Uh, stay classy. Sources from ranchers who are for the animals, which means they allow the animals to graze in a stress-free environment. And if you know anything about hunting or uh, eating meat in general, that is super important to the quality and the taste of the meat. Stay Classy is also committed to keeping their meat hormone and antibiotic free. So when you get this meat, you know you're just getting meat. You know exactly what's in it. They cater to athletes who require the best quality products to put in their body. Nutrition is the base of our existence. The better the quality of the inputs, the less stressed out our bodies will be, and the more efficient it will run. They are all about quality, convenience, and small batch. So definitely check these guys out. Like I said, they make the best stuff. Code HYBRID in all caps will get you guys 10% off. So try some bougie burgers, try some other awesome meat, and uh, enjoy. Enjoy a little discount on us. All right, now let's get back to the episode. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, on the other side of the spectrum is where a lot of the nutrition gimmicks lie, uh, which are people who rant and rave about specific benefits of singular specific types of foods like vegans, carnivores, keto diets, fit tea detox. You know, they're all in their little kind of bubble where they've convinced themselves and others that there's only one right way to eat and it's their way when in reality when you're eliminating one or more food groups from your diet ultimately what you're doing is reducing your overall calorie intake and um, losing weight because of that it's not because the macronutrient or the or the specific type of food that you eliminate from your diet was the culprit of your weight gain it's just because you've decreased your your calories to a point where you're now burning more calories than you're consuming, essentially. I think that, you know, and, and this is the approach that I take with a lot of things is being somewhere in the, in the middle of the spectrum, essentially. Um, because the number one goal for us shouldn't just be, or we shouldn't just tell people to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. We should be encouraging that person to adopt the habits and behaviors that they need in order to achieve the calorie deficit uh, and facilitate other actions that will contribute to weight loss, not only in the short term, but also results that are sustainable over time. So as far as figuring out what would work for you, Things that you need to take into consideration are, you know, what are your food preferences and what kind of systems are you going to build around your dieting journey to make sure that you can adhere to that particular diet. So once that you, once you've calculated your BMR and you've found your multiplier based on your activity level, next you can move on to try to figure out what your macronutrient breakdown should be. So in terms of importance, making sure that the calories that you're consuming are less than the calories that that you're expending. Then after that, it comes nutrient or the nutrient distribution. So which kind of macronutrients are you consuming? First and foremost, make sure that you're consuming adequate amounts of protein. So how much protein should you consume? It's recommended that you consume anywhere from 1.6 grams per kilogram to 2.6 grams per, per kilogram, depending on the type of exercise that you do and the and your activity level, how long, how long you train for and how frequent. Once you've done that, 
um, you want to make sure that you at least are consuming anywhere from 20 to 30 grams of fat, but ideally 30% of your total calorie intake should be coming from fat. Fat plays a really important role in many of our body's processes and it's not the enemy. That's probably a topic for, for another time, but fat is not what makes you fat. Fat is just another food group that is actually essential to our survival and to the proper functioning of a lot of the organs in our body. So you don't want to drop below 20 or 30 grams of carbs or 20% of total calorie uh, intake. And finally, for your carbs, it could be the remaining of the calories. You know, just adding uh, the, the total amount of calories that are coming from protein, total amount of calories that are coming from fat, and then the remaining calories could be coming from from carbs. So how do you know how much that is? Every gram of protein is equates to four calories. Every gram of fat equates to nine calories. And every gram of carb equates to four calories. So if you just do that simple math, you'll be able to figure out exactly how much of each macronutrient to consume that falls within that window of total calorie intake. And then the whole trial and error thing comes from, you know, we're, we're not, we can't, we can't uh, calculate with 100% accuracy how many calories we need to be consuming based on how many calories we're expending. So in the end of the day, it, be, it really does become a trial and error uh, experiment where you're trying to figure out what the tipping point for your weight loss or weight gain, whatever, the, whatever your goal is, uh, will be. And I think one of the main mistakes that people make is comparing themselves to other people. Oh, how is it that such and such can eat 2,500 calories and be skinny, lose weight or, or, or gain weight, whatever it is, and I can't. And you shouldn't be comparing yourself to other people because our bodies work differently. There's a lot of things that can impact the way that somebody looks um, besides, besides just calories in, calories out. Um, Non-exercise thermogenesis, uh, thermogenesis, for example, how much a person moves or, or fiddles, fiddles, fiddles? Yeah, fiddles throughout the day. Um, you know, their genetics, their gut microbiome, there's a lot of other their hormones. There's a lot of things that play small roles compared to the total amount of calories that, that a person is consuming, but nonetheless play a role. So don't compare yourself or your calorie intake to other people's calories intakes. Just focus on yourself. And if your goal is to lose weight, continuously reduce the amount of calories that you're consuming at a moderate rate. And if your goal is to gain weight, increase the amount of calories that you're consuming at a moderate rate until you until the scale is tipping in the direction that you wanted to tip in. So to wrap it up, remember that calculating your BMR and calculating your, your energy expenditure or total uh, energy requirements is just a starting point. It, it doesn't mean much in the grand scheme of things because you're constantly going to have to adjust that. Uh, based on how your body responds to it. So don't worry too much about being super accurate about that number uh, and just make sure that you're continuously keeping data that allows you to be able to make informed decisions moving forward. So weighing yourself every day is an absolute necessity in order for you to be able to get the average of the week and not just avoid weighing yourself just once a week because there's so many things that can play a role into that weigh-in. 
water retention, what you ate the night before, amount of sodium concentration of the food the night prior, how many carbs, how late in the night you ate. So make sure that you're keeping a weight log every day and then you're averaging it out to the seven days a week and modifying your calorie intake based on that. If the scale is not moving for one or two or three weeks, then consider decreasing or increasing your calorie intake based on what your goal is and so on. So I hope that made sense. Uh, that's a short and sweet 10-minute solo cast conversation in the strength couch by yours truly, Steffi Cohen. Please let me know if you like this type of uh, podcast. If you like the short segments, I'd, I'd love to hear more about your opinion. Make sure that you're tagging me and Hybrid Unlimited. If you listen to this and if you enjoyed it, and if you want us to do more of this format of podcasting. Thank you so much for the support. And as always, I'll see you guys on the next episode.